Hey, rock fan. Do you like the blues? I'm talking about old school Chicago blues. If so, well, you've come to the right place, my friend. This is the episode for you. DJ Pack, take it away. Thank you for the intro of Funny Fred Zed. Appreciate it. This is PJ Pat, everybody, your favorite rock fan here. And welcome to the It's One Louder podcast, where it's, we're pretty much the audiobooks for guitar and rock-oriented magazines. So hopefully you enjoy the show. And today I have a doozy one for you. Obviously, as Funny Fred Zed said, it's about the blues and uh, no other than Buddy Guy. What a legend himself. Look at that. So this article specifically is coming from the Guitar Legends magazine. The 30 Greatest Classic Rock Guitar Heroes. The World's Greatest Guitarist Interviewed and Profile. Special Collector's Edition. So I've also interviewed Billy Gibbons off of this magazine. I'll put the link up there. And he has a beautiful story about Steve Ray Vaughan, so I encourage you to check out that episode. But for today, let's hone in on Buddy Guy, the man himself. Okay, let's get right into it. Buddy Guy, the blues great who influenced Hendrix, Clapton, Page, and SRV, which means Stevie Ray Vaughan, talks about his own early years and the players that shaped his world. All right, reprinted from Guitarist, April 2008. Look at this great picture right here. Love that polka dot white strat there. I believe he also has a black strat with uh, yellow polka dots. Um, so for those of you who know, let me know in the comments. And I just realized his guitar strap has polka dots on it. Very cool. Keeping that look alive. Yeah. Look at him. Really classy. First question. Throughout your career, you must have either played with or watched all the blues greats. Looking back now, who do you feel made the most lasting impressions on you? Buddy Guy replies, I was born and raised out in the country. But my dad bought a phonograph, and because of that, I got to hear T-Bone Walker, Lightning Hopkins, and B.B. King when I was still quite young. Then along came this record by Guitar Slim called The Things That I Used To Do, which had this quite different guitar sound. To be honest, at first I didn't like it. B.B. bent the strings, but this guy was just playing all the notes straight. I went up to see him. The crowd was standing there, and the band was playing, but although you could hear his guitar... You just didn't know where it was coming from. Just when I was asking myself if I was being fooled, Slim gets carried into the crowd on this guy's shoulder, just like a baby playing his guitar. He had on a red suit, and his hair dyed the same color, and just looked incredible. From that moment on, I decided that as much as I could, I'd try to sound like T-Bone or BB, but this guy was a showman, and that's what I wanted to be. So was BB King the main influence on your guitar playing? But a guy responds, well, the first track I ever got to play was Boogie Chillin' by John Lee Hooker, and I loved Lightning Hopkins songs. It's what I grew up on. It's got to be B.B. King, because every time you hear him play, it's just unmistakable. No one sounds like B.B. We're used to seeing you with your polka dot Stratocasters on stage. What's the best guitar you've ever played over the years? Well, the Guild that I was given back in 1967 was the first endorsement that I had. I never thought that anyone would give me a guitar, but I always loved Stratocasters. It was wild and crazy. I used to throw it down on the floor, something I couldn't do with the Guild. And one time in 1969, when we were in Africa, it flew off the top of the car I was traveling in. I was scared to go back in the road and pick it up. But apart from a few scratches, it was fine. I ended up finishing the tour with it. 
You always sing songs by Muddy Waters and John Lee Hooker during your shows. Is there any song in particular that's your all-time favorite? No. How can there be? After learning John Lee Hooker's Boogie Chillin', I heard B.B. King sing Sweet Little Angel and Muddy doing Hoochie Coochie Man, and I enjoyed playing them all. To me, it was just like a New Orleans gumbo, something of everything. When I first started playing in Chicago, you had to be able to play everyone's songs because they all had these little jukeboxes. If you went in there and tried to get a gig, they'd point at the jukebox and say, Can you play this? Can you play that one? So I'd play Blueberry Hill by Fats Domino, What I'd Say by Ray Charles, and I Just Want to Make Love to You by Muddy Waters. Is there anything on a guitar you haven't been able to do? Buddy Guy responds, I always wanted to play Slide. I used to see this guy called Earl Hooker, John Lee Hooker's cousin, who played the best slide I've ever heard. Money even had him play slide on one of his records. I had a bottleneck, but I actually gave it to him because he was just so good that I felt embarrassed trying. He played it so smooth and it sounded like talking. How important were the British players in changing the way that you played the blues? When Money first went over to England and played his slide through an amplifier, they all booed him. So the next time he went back, he took his acoustic. By that time, they all wanted to hear the blues electric, so they booed him again. He couldn't win. And it was the same thing with me. When I started recording at chess, Willie Dixon told me to turn it down, said I was too loud. Then they all heard Cream and Hendrix, saw how many albums they were selling, and decided that perhaps it wasn't such a bad thing after all. <laughs> Do you have any words of wisdom for young guitar players? He says... No one ever sat me down and showed me how to play anything, not even how to hold a pick. I'd say, always put more time into the guitar than you do with a girlfriend. If you really love playing the guitar, then the girls will have to wait. Sooner or later, they will come along anyway, especially if you play guitar. You'll find they come in twos. If you don't know how to play the guitar, they'll only come one by one. <laughs> That's awesome. There's a little essentials section here. So I'll read that as well. It says, born July 30th, 1936, Letworth, Louisiana, band, solo artist, guitars, Fender Strat, Fender Artist Series, Buddy Guy Strat, Telecaster Deluxe. I think that's what I was talking about, the Fender Artist Series. I think that's a black with yellow polka dots on that one. I'll try to find a picture online and put it up here. Did you know? Guy's fiery playing and wild showmanship, including picking his guitar strings with his teeth, influenced Jimi Hendrix, among other rock star greats. Wow. Did not know that. Very cool. Maybe Buddy Guy was one of the originals. Who knew? Who knew? Selected albums. Damn right, I've got the blues. The complete chess studio sessions. He's just so influential to so many people. I mean, he plays the blues, right? The blues is just the foundation for everything. Anything rock-related. And actually, you know, probably even metal because classic rock, hard rock, rock came from the blues anyway. So, and that influenced metal. So, blues is where it's at. It's back to basics with Buddy Guy. Absolutely. All right. I hope you enjoyed that one. Crank up some blues. I'll see you in the next one.